Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud out. What do you got? All right, guys. So maybe like a month ago or so, I announced that Miss Adele, Queen Adele, was going to have a residency in Vegas. Well, I Pause! Just... Pause! Did I tell you I was within, like... One foot of Adele uh, a couple weeks ago, or no? Uh, you might have mentioned that. I don't well, recall you mentioning that. Not on the air, then. I definitely oh, didn't mention I would have thought air. you would have easily told us about that. I mean, I would when have come I did in here the and Lakers Hawks all day game. long. When I did the Lakers-Hawks game. Oh, maybe it yeah. wasn't you, because there's other people. Maybe oh. it was the other show. My bad. My bad. When I did, well, they, they were not as close as me. When I did the Lakers-Hawks game, yeah. um, she was there with Rich, uh, Rich Paul, and... I um I was walking by and Rich and I made eye contact and we went to dap it up and we did we dapped it up I looked at her I head nod she head nodded me so I uh, you know acknowledged mm-hmm. Adele why did you dap her up I mean I just I, I don't know her like that no nah, bro you don't do that yeah. oh I think you do do that no no I think that if <laughs> no, you Rich only Paul, dap up somebody you know bro exactly okay I'm gonna yeah, disagree yeah, yeah. there are there is there is dap etiquette now hold on oh, a second okay if you dap Rich Paul and she's with Rich Paul. She looks at you and goes, I don't know who this guy is in the turtleneck, but my boyfriend does. So wasn't double wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, wasn't, wasn't wearing a turtleneck. Um, but I did. I just kind of head nod her, like quick she wave. She did the head nod. He's fine. Head nod, quick wave, quick throw the hand up. She threw her hand up, and that was it. You yeah. should have said something like, hey, hey, like something that would have no, made it seem like no, she knows not, you. No, that's not what you do. You don't do that, Cap. That's, no. Dude, no, let me tell bro. you, you do do that. You get no. in the X column for that. Yeah, exactly. I don't think like, so. Exactly. I can't find the buzzer. I got to deal with Rich Paul, man. He's got a lot of clients. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I, you know. Hey, hey. No, you're so. What up, girl? You're so stupid. No. Anyways. Yeah. Back, Lindsay, back to- Lindsay, no. are Laura and I right or is Cap right? I think you're right. You're definitely right. Yes, thank right. you. Thank you, Lindsay. Case. Thank you. No, no not you. No, he, she, she meant you're us. Right, and I assume she was talking to me, so. No. She wasn't specific. She didn't use any. Can you be specific name. then, Lindsay? Yeah, Cap, you are not right. You were incorrect. Yeah. I just heard Cap, you're right. Oh, my God. Anyways, so I just saw Queen Adele is postponing her Vegas residency. She actually just posted a video, very teary, very emotional video. And she mentioned that her show is just not ready due to COVID. Half her staff has COVID. A lot of the things are delayed for the show. And she says, I will not give you guys this show that is not complete. So when it is and we're able to finalize and give you guys the dates, we will. So there will be more details coming soon because they don't even have the dates available for the postponement. Yeah, postponement. Oh, my God. We should go as a, as, a, as a family to go see Adele whenever that is, uh, you know, those dates. Please happen. don't try to dab her, though. I will. Oh, God. No. No. I will totally dab her. Oh, my God. Maybe I can hook it up a little backstage. You never know. I'm I'm scared though because with Cab, you, you know, you might not no, want to. No, I'm not taking you, Cab. What are you <laughs> talking about? I will walk in. Let me tell you what's going to happen. This is exactly the way it goes down. I promise you, you yes. I've done this a million times. It goes yeah. down like this I walk in, I see Adele. Yeah. I look at her, she looks at me. 
Yeah. I obviously know who she is. She has no idea who I am. Seriously. However, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. however. She's not even American. She just probably doesn't listen to Sports Talk Radio. So right. But I walk over like I know her well. Oh, and no, she's no. now thinking, who the hell is this guy? I should know him. He knows me. Yeah. He's talking to me like he knows me. I mm-hmm. should know. And then what I do is I hug it out with her. No. See, I, I freaking oh, Nobody's hug hugging it during out. COVID, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I you're not getting in with Sedato at all. You know, you are not hugging somebody you don't know. I'm not hugging nobody I don't know during COVID. Are well, guess crazy? what? Even people when you we, do know. When we yeah, go, right, let me tell you something. But when we go, it won't be COVID because that's when she's going to go back to her residency. Right. I mean, she can modify. No, Cap. This is how like you this. get uninvited to no. from yes. the backstage, yes. bro. All right, so Laura and Lindsay, we will go to Vegas. Thank you. Laura, this yeah. is me. I'd be like this. I'd be like, yo, Adele, what's up? Oh, what's up, girl? Oh, my God. Right, and then she'd be like, "Oh my Security! god, <laughs> That's what she gonna do. And then we hug it out. Yeah, when they look at me, I'll be like, "I don't even know who this dude." Is. <laughs> this happened to me when I was very so young. Stupid. Totally yeah. true story. I was very young. Yeah, this is in like the mid '90s. The Super Bowl was in San Diego. I went to a party that I wasn't invited to. I was a kid. I'm telling you, I'm like 26 years old, and it was one of these like celebrity um, kind of parties. You've and been I'm doing that since you were little. We say again. You've been doing this since you were little. Right. I mean, so, 26 no, ain't that little, bro. No, but you know, I'm a young guy. I'm a young guy, and I'm going to okay. some celebrity party that I'm not on the guest list, but I'm going to try and talk my way in. Yeah. Who's the first person I see? Yeah. Magic Johnson. Okay. And I go just like this. I go, Magic, my man, what's up? Right? And like he's like, um... Okay, and he came in, and we gave the big old bro hug like we were best friends for life, you know? And then Michael Irvin was standing right there, and I'm like, yo, oh boy, what's up? And I start hugging it out with Michael Irvin. And, and if you just act like you know these people, yeah, they're like, oh, I know him. I don't know where. I kind of feel like I know him. Should yeah. I know him? And then they just hug it out. Yeah. That's going to be me and Did a Did you gal. get into the party, though? Oh, you know it, bro. Yeah. As a kid, I talked my way right in. It's an art. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely not inviting you, though. So, there's that. You're off the list. I'm going backstage with my own credentials. I'm going yeah. backstage with my people. Okay. All right, Laura, finish your what you need to know. Was that it? Yeah, that, that was it. She postponed oh, okay. her residency. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, what are we going to do with this Oh, guy? it was a quick story. Might be. Well, so much for that whole, like, uh, not being long-winded, Cap, you know? No! Wow! Wow, that was a topic of conversation in the meeting. Well, that was a good story, Lindsay. So you was you know, a good that story. One, that one. I, I even... actually give you credit. That one is a good story. That's a good story, Lindsay. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine, but it's still you know. It's better than the Harbaugh story words. you gave us the other day. That one was like, eh. But the Harbaugh story is kind of an interesting deal, you know, that we were at that Rose Bowl. It's not provocative. It it was. It was intriguing, George. That's what the word was. Intriguing. All right. We have someone on hold. Laura says someone has called in who is a like basically a person who has worked backstage at these big events for like Hollywood celebrities and whatnot. And they're gonna they're gonna talk to you about your etiquette, Cap, in this okay. situation. Okay. Uh, what what is your name, sir? What's up, guys? Um, Jesse from Rancho Cucamonga. So All right, Jesse, Jesse in the Empire representing. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes, sir. All right, Kaplan. I've been a tour manager for over ten years in the music industry. I would personally throw you out by your neck if you go and hug Adele un, unasked, shall we say. You're saying just, if, just, if Adele didn't ask me. Yeah, right. If, a, certain, if, if Adele did not initiate said hugging, then yes, he's throwing you out by your neck. Yes. So wait, so you're working yeah. security back there, dude? 
I mean, for Adele, no. I recently retired from the uh, the music industry. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a chef. That's what, that's my, nice. my profession. But uh, nice. good for you, as man. someone who who has been backstage for a long time with lots of high profile bands, you just just don't do that, man. And I love you to death. Big well, fan of all you guys. You know, but just you know, especially with yeah. Adele, she's like a queen. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, and here's the thing. Like, like, here's the other thing. Different philosophy on all this. British people, not they're you know they're 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 not like huggy huggy like you know historically like us. You know, they're not warm like Americans like we are, huh? They're well, Americans also we we overstep our boundaries. I feel like. Well, let me ask you guys this: Is this you know Is this an Adele thing or like if if this were Beyonce? And oh, I'm backstage not. at Beyonce, oh, no. and I'm like, "Yo, no. Bay, what up, no, girl? No, 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 security." Yeah, then we mm-hmm. we call him my man Jesse. Yep. Hey Jesse, uh, <laughs> Jesse, I don't know, man. If I'm backstage like that, there must be a reason I'm there. No. Well, because of Sedano. Oh. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, because of Sedano. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just saying. Right, and then all of a sudden. Jesse's got to come to me like, bro, I had to throw your boy out. I'd be like, hey, man, got to do it. Jesse, I got a funny story yeah. for you real quick since you're on the line. Yeah. Um, I um, – many – this is – God, this goes back probably close to like 20 years almost. Easily like like 15, 16, 17 in this range. So when I lived in Miami, right, like obviously it's a crazy nightclub scene there. And um, there was this after-hours place. It was like the place to go back in the early to mid-2000s, a place called Club Space. And I had a buddy who was the manager there. And all my buddies would go there because, you know, the guy, the manager was my buddy, so he would let my buddies in or whatever. And one of my buddies, he got super drunk. And he's one of those, like, once he gets, like, drunk, it's just, like, it goes. He's Frank the Tank, basically, from old school, right? <laughs> and and what ended up happening was Snoop. all of a sudden – I, 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 this is, it's gotta be like three in the morning and I'm, I'm leaving whatever place I was at coming to this after hours joint and I'm, I'm walking towards the entrance and I see my buddy who will remain nameless at the moment, literally being to your point, launched out by his neck. Okay. Out of this place. And I was like, what is going on here? And then like my, and then I see my friend, the manager walk out like, completely exasperated, sees me, and he's like, bro, your boy. And I'm like, what happened? And he comes, he pulls me aside, and he's like, he got so drunk, he didn't want to wait in the line in the bathroom, he started peeing up against my bar. And I was like, what? So, yeah, so I'm t- that's you, Kaplan. You would be the guy doing, you know, urination on the bar. Yeah, I just wouldn't get Not caught, and, wouldn't get, be- get thrown out. Now, Lindsay, how was that? Was that a long-winded story, or does that one meet your approval? I mean, it was fine. I think it was fine. <laughs> yeah, he got to the point. Quickly. It was a good setup, and it was a climax right there. Boom. Jesse, thanks for calling, bro. Appreciate Jesse, it. Jesse, where are you a place. chef at, man? Oh, yeah. Tell us about All the right. food. Yeah. Yeah, so I've called a bunch of guys. Uh, I've called you guys a bunch through all your shows when you guys talk about food. I've talked about, like, the burrito tape when you guys talk about the burritos being when they open up. Um, I, I work at a rehab center, so I deal with, you know, people you know dealing with uh you know certain issues in that in that realm yeah yeah but i definitely you know touch people's lives with my food and stuff you know that good stuff yeah if you guys ever need some food drop down let me know i'll bring my taco cart i'll hook you guys up nice all right pal all right pal appreciate it man thank you so much much love brother right on
Yeah, changing right, man, careers. You. That's crazy. I mean, it's hard for people to change careers. Good job out of Jesse. Way to go, man. Yeah. Hey, we never actually did the thing with Lindsay Theory's theory about the L.A. team, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, the Rams. Let's finish that on the other side. <laughs> Let's get back to the Lakers um, because why are you laughing? That was just so funny the way you're like, Lindsay, Lindsay Theory, the Rams. She's got a theory. Lindsay Theory. The Rams win. They're the team, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, so, and then we got to talk about Russ. Like what? Now, we talked about all the things that's happened. We've talked about all the people involved. So now the question is, what the hell is going to happen next with Russ and Vogel? We'll do that as well on the other side. But here's the deal. Laura just told me we have another pair of tickets to give away on Laker Ticket Thursday. Lakers tickets for February 2nd against the Blazers at Crypto.com Arena. Caller 7 right now, 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. If you are caller 7, Laura will hook you up and give you tickets. No stuff. You don't have to answer any questions. Just be caller 7. We got an extra pair. We're hooking you up. 877-710-ESPN if you're caller 7. Lakers, Blazers, February 2nd after the Grammy trip. 877-710-3776. 877-710-ESPN. All right. Caller 7 will win those tickets. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, listen, oh, Michael Bolton Michael could Bolton. crush it for sure. Crush mm. it, Michael Bolton. This so takes good. me back to uh, Saved by the Bell when, when Kelly I mean, this was Zach definitely for... like a, a big time ballad in the 80s and 90s. Late 80s, early 90s, I want to say. I don't know why, but back then I really thought this song was good and now I'm hearing it. I'm like, I don't know what it is, but it's not working for me anymore. Yeah? Not so much. Not feeling it quite the way I used to feel it. Okay. Definitely expected you to start singing. I did too. I was a little uh, disappointed. Yeah, no, but don't that's that's my point is that it's not it's not resonating. It's not hitting, you know? It slaps yeah. different for some reason. It slaps different. Who are you? I listen, I've been hanging out a lot. I mean, I've been getting a lot of daughter time here recently. Yeah. 15 years old, 18 years old, they got friends. I got new words. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> when they ask me, they go, hey, Dad, how'd the radio show go today? I went, I slayed. So I tell them these things. You know, they tell me the words, and then I use them back to these kids, you know? <laughs> Got to slay the game, George Sedano. So stupid. It's true. Uh, anyway. You'll find out. You'll sing. When your uh, kids right. have a will language, the, Will the Rams slay L.A.? If they uh, win the Super Bowl, are they the team? I don't think, like, look, dude, you're not changing Raider fans. And not, and we clearly saw there's a ton of Niner fans here, you know? Yeah, there are. There are a ton of Niner fans. But I will, I definitely think, let, let's just play this out. Here's what happens this weekend, George. The Rams go to Tampa and get the win. Okay? You could buy that, right? Yeah. San Francisco, in 12-degree weather, Goes to Green Bay and beats the Packers. Correct. Next week, the NFC Championship game happens at SoFi Stadium. See. And the Niners have beaten the Rams six straight times, twice already this season. Correct. The Rams win the game. 
Yes. The Rams go to the Super Bowl. Yes. Here comes Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Who's favored in that game? The Chiefs. By how many? Probably like four, four and a half, maybe five. And yet the Rams are playing in their home stadium. So now the Rams win. And it's something spectacular. Aaron Donald hits Patrick Mahomes. Vaughn Miller picks up the fumble, scores the touchdown, and the Rams win the Super Bowl. In 15 years from now, every kid in L.A. who saw that Super Bowl and saw that play, they're Rams fans now. They're lifelong Rams fans. And they're about to produce another generation of Rams fans. And that's how it's going to happen. Does it have to be a Super Bowl win? I actually don't think so. But if it did happen that way, that's how all these Rams fans, that's how L.A., the Rams, become the team, the team mm-hmm. of L.A. Anybody buying what I'm selling here? No, yeah, a next generation of kids will love that. But I still think that there's a long time before those people become into get into power and like you know, have like money uh, where they can make like big time decisions. And look, the Rams have a base here. I'm not trying to like poo poo that by any stretch of the imagination. They clearly have a strong fan base. And by the way, their fan base grew uh, from a bandwagon perspective the last time they went to the Super Bowl. Um, I, we saw it. Like we saw the numbers grow exponentially here on this station as they won every week in the playoffs. By the time they were in the NFC Championship game, it we it was crazy numbers. Um, so I, I do think they have a real fan base. I just don't think that they have the biggest fan base. And I think that that will take time. But winning does help that for sure. I just think that that winning doesn't happen. That stuff doesn't show itself all that quickly is what I would say. But I will, I'll also think this. The Rams are not, I don't think, concerned about battling the 49er fan base that lives in L.A., the Packer fan base, the Steeler fan base, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, the Raider fan base is a big deal. And and throw the Raiders in there as well. I don't think that the Rams should be focusing on trying to overtake all those fan bases. L.A. is just too big and people come from too many places. If I'm the Rams, Mm -hmm. what I have to be concerned about is that I can't let the tenant of my building be the primary primary personality of the community – in my building. I can't have the Chargers with a really hot young quarterback. Who knows what the next 10 years would be? Yeah. I can't let that franchise take over LA. We've got to be the number one of the teams that are here. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll give you that. They I'll are by that. far. But I feel like the Raiders, by extension, are practically here. By extension. Because of Vegas. It's right there because they, they were, were here, here. Right. because there's still a ton of Raider fans. I mean, you Lots. know. Yep. I mean, there are. But again, I think that the Rams, they win the Super Bowl this year in their home stadium. They will impact a generation. Sure, I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. But I think that stuff takes more time than, than it just like, you don't flip a switch and that happens. You well, know? you know, George, I, I must have told you this story. but years 20 ago, years of no, of no football team. That, right, that, well, that's that, a big deal. That's, the, that's it. But, I, but I'm, I'm sure I must have at least told you part of this story at one time. You know, I, I used to cover all the Dallas Cowboy um, Thanksgiving Day games on national yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm down there one time, and I'm talking to Jerry Jones, and no one would believe this story if I didn't have pictures to prove it, but this is a true story. And I said to Jerry, I go, Jerry, the Chargers will never work in L.A. And he said, you're wrong. He said, because there'll, there'll be fans that are born now that 25 to 30 years from now will become Charger fans. I'm telling you the exact same thing today, George about the Rams. I told Jerry he was out of his mind and he was wrong. 
but I'm I do believe it about the Rams. Oh no, with the Rams because they actually do have some history here. The only problem is they were here in like whatever it was, 1947 or whatever it was to begin in the Coliseum and all that stuff. But then they went. They, here's the thing: they left LA for Anaheim. Like that stuff doesn't get play, discussed enough. Like that, you know. Granted. Orange County is, you know, by extension, you know, Southern California, the Southland, all that. I get it. But Anaheim and Orange County is not L.A., and L.A. is not Orange County. You know what I mean? Like uh-uh. and, We don't claim them. Right. They and, don't claim each other. Don't, and they don't claim L.A., just to be clear. Correct. So I, I think that it's not just the fact that they left Anaheim, you know, tw- for 20 years. There was the, you know, whatever decade or so where they went, for, you know, or more, where they went from – L.A. to Anaheim. Right. The damage (laughs) was done when they went to Anaheim, which is always kind of weird to me because the 49ers left what was essentially, you know, downtown San Francisco for all intents and purposes. Candlestick Park, right. And now they're in Santa Clara. You ever driven from San Francisco to Santa Clara? It's far. But the problem, but, but here's the thing, Cap. They did that like three or four or five years ago where they basically spent, you know, 60 years in one place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, I think that, that that's a little different. And also, you don't have as many sports and entertainment options in the Bay Area as you do here in Southern California. Right, but you do have a lot. I mean, you really do. You know, you had two football teams. Um, by the way, both of them are no longer anywhere near the city right. of San Francisco. And, and you're not even counting USC football, right, who, you know, is always, uh, you know. Well, I've had people coming at me on Twitter saying that, when USC gets back to being a national championship Oh, they're contender. the football team of L.A., yes. Okay, see, I'm not so sure I agree with that. You see, when when USC in the Reggie Bush era, okay? Oh, no, it was rocking. Here. I understand, but you there were there was no NFL football team in town. The, the USC was the NFL football team. Reggie Bush was a star. Matt Leiner was a star. Pete Carroll, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. I get it, but, but again... History, bro. History matters in this stuff. I know, um, but now and, the and, competition. And, there's, there's, there's a lot of competition for the football eyeball now. Yeah, and and the so what I would say is that like I I just think that the the look the Rams have done an incredible job creating a a a a fan base again here in a very short amount of time because they didn't waste time messing around with Jeff Fisher very long. They brought in McVay, and, and that thing took off fairly quickly. You know what I mean? And they've done a phenomenal job, and they deserve a lot of credit for that. I just think that, that this stuff is a, it's a long game is what I'm saying. Anyway, oh, speaking, of right. a, speaking of the opposite of a long game, the Lakers don't have a long game because of their roster. And Russell Westbrook, we've talked a lot today. I mean, we spent almost the first two hours of the show talking about this. Um, we've talked about Russell Westbrook, the benching, um, Vogel's power move, which we now know was backed by the franchise. Um, but the question is, what happens next? Like, if you had to guess what's going to transpire next with Russell Westbrook, what would you say happens? The opposite of what everybody thinks is going to happen. And what is that? Everybody thinks that Russell Westbrook will not be able to handle this. He'll explode. He'll become a locker room cancer and they're going to just be stuck with somebody that they all now don't want to be around. That's what I think people think is going to happen because people generally think that Russell Westbrook's an egocentric sort of a guy and player, and that's what's going to happen here. He won't be able to handle it. I'm going the opposite direction, George. All right, I'm making a left turn here. I think Russell Westbrook is going to get the message through the benching, through mentorship from Carmelo and or Dwight, from direct conversation with LeBron 
and with the actions of Frank Vogel and the media reports. I think Russell Westbrook is going to find a way to make the adjustments, and we're still going to see this Laker team win a bunch of games, get to the playoffs, and maybe, maybe make something happen. How's that for optimistic? You are super optimistic, way more than me. Mm. (laughs) I think this – I don't think – I don't think this thing sits well. I think he's going to say the right thing, but eventually it's going to drive him nuts. And he's probably, if I had to guess, he asks for a trade, but the problem is there's no one's going to trade for him. And then it's going to be, it, 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 it can, and then, then after that, I think he may have to come to the conclusion, wow, nobody's going to trade for me. But I think it, it, we need to get to that step first before we get to where you are and everyone is potentially, potentially, strumming the guitar and singing Kumbaya together. If this were baseball and they decided to cut Russell Westbrook, he's still getting his money. If this were football, he would have gotten his money at the front end and they can cut him and they can just have to deal with the ramifications. What could the Lakers do? I mean, are they, are they, if, if no one would trade for him and they couldn't have him on the team, They're then stuck. what? No, you're stuck with him. I think so, too. So I, I, I think I think that we eventually get to your step, but I think it takes him being disgruntled one more time at least. Come on, Ross. Prove everybody wrong. Do the exact opposite of what everybody expects you to do. Come on, Ross. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm sending him positive vibes right now. George. I hope so. I hope you're right, and I'm wrong. I hope he doesn't get to the point where it annoys him and and that it you know he asks for a trade and then has to deal with the – Reality that no one's going to trade for him. Yeah. I mean, just imagine what's going on in his mind. I was brought here to be the number three, and I can't be a number three. That's what they wanted. Yeah. By the way, congratulations to Francisco Uribe of Compton. He won our uh, Lakers Blazers tickets just a moment ago. So congratulations to him. There you go, man. All right. Coming up next, big deal or no deal, everyone's favorite segment at the 6 o'clock hour, and then you and I. We'll finish up the segment with a little half and half. We will do our picks against the spread for the pl- playoff edition. Okay. And then uh, maybe if we have some time, we can do a little scotteria because oh, we're done. Okay. We're not on tomorrow. We have, oh, uh, you know, true. Lakers will be in our place tomorrow. You should definitely visit that Laker game and see if there's fireworks <laughs> <laughs> because there's a chance that uh, it could be the case. Uh, all right. Big deal, no deals coming up in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Thank you, Christopher. Linz, what do we got? Well, what we got is a story about the Titans who are doing their best to make sure 
that their stadium is not going to get invaded by Bengals fans ahead of the divisional round game on Saturday. The team announced today that they're going to limit the ticket transfer window to 24 hours before the game to try and limit opposing fans. So basically, you cannot, if you're going to sell your tickets to somebody, you can't transfer them, you can't do anything with them until it's 24 hours before the game. So that wouldn't start until whatever game time is 24 hours tomorrow. It's the early game Saturday, yeah. Right, so I think it's like noon tomorrow or whatever. So over the years, fans of opposing teams have routinely showed up in huge numbers for Titans home games, and the team is hoping that this change is going to help combat the issue. Looking at this from like a big picture standpoint, is this change in the Titans ticket transfer policy a big deal or no deal cap? Um, it's a big deal just in the sense that lots of teams try to find ways to limit opposing fans from coming yeah. in. And so I'm kind of surprised. I didn't realize it was that bad. I mean, I know Nashville is a destination town. I do understand why Cincinnati fans would want to go because it's been so long for them. But I think it's a big deal when you're trying to say to your fan base, we're trying to help. We don't want it. So we're making adjustments. That's what I think. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it. it's no deal for me because to Cap's point, a, a lot of teams do this during the playoffs, so I, I just don't think it's that huge a deal. It happens pretty regularly, so. Hmm. I didn't know that they did that. I thought it was like they were trying to – they're doing something innovative here. I mean, but... unless un, unless you're like the Green Bay Packers with like a waiting list or teams like that, like for the most part, a lot of these other teams that don't have that, they, they do a lot. This happens a lot. So it makes it basically like extremely difficult for people – that are traveling travel. there. Yeah. Yeah. Because Correct. they can't plan anything. Right. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Yeah. That makes sense. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of playoffs, Odell playoffs. Beckham Jr.'s solid performance in the Rams win over the Cardinals on Monday seems to have drawn the attention of the NFL. At least that's what Odell Beckham Jr. thinks. He posted an image on his Instagram stories of himself celebrating a touchdown with running back Sony Michelle. And the caption read, quote, how it started, and then in the same post, he shared a screenshot of a text message from a league employee informing him of a surprise drug test with a caption versus how it's going. It said, quote, I got you scheduled for a PES test at the facility today. I'll be set up next to the cafeteria. Thanks. That's what the text said. Uh, Beckham then said in a reply on Twitter that he's been tested before, but it's increased since he's joined the Rams. Never as much as since he's played for the Rams, he said. So is Odell being drug tested more than ever before a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I would say no deal. I hadn't even seen that story. That story had not even popped on my radar. I feel like if it was a big deal, I feel like it would be everywhere. And I, I, I haven't seen it anywhere, uh, to be honest with you. So I know that's a terrible way to maybe to gauge it, but I don't know. I, I think there would be screaming headlines if uh, – if it were a big deal, and I haven't seen that. Cap, have you seen that? Um, I haven't, but I do think it's a big deal because I do think that sometimes when you're a pain in the ass and that's the way Odell was perceived at one time, I think he's he's really changed that um, with the Rams, but that somebody in the league office would be like, you know what, I'm just going to make his life just a little bit more difficult, and he got what he wanted, and I don't like it, and so I'm going to just make sure that it's inconvenient and I'm going to just keep drug testing him. I feel like anytime a guy who kind of like comes out of nowhere and has a really big game or like a really big season, then they face this. So I don't think it's that like out of the ordinary, right? 
I don't know, when I was in college, you know, I'm the kicker on the football team, right? Well, we got a whole bunch of offensive linemen. This is the late 80s, the early 90s. A lot of steroid use, you know? I got drug tested all the damn time. I mean, they weren't like, hey, it's you and these five offensive linemen. It was like, you, the punter, and the five backup field goal kickers, you guys get drug tested. So in that case, it was just, let's drug test the guys we assume aren't on drugs. And then so the rest most, of us were trying to figure out how to pass it because we were all smoking weed because we were in college, you know? Yeah, gotcha. So most guys are probably getting tested all the time, and they just don't post about it on social media, right? Yeah, I mean, that's Correct. why this is a story, right? Yeah, Odell, you know, he's got to have that attention. Anyway, Chloe uh, Kardashian is in hot water for selling her daughter's used clothing online for absurd prices. So if you guys didn't know, the Kardashians have a website called Kardashian Closet where they sell secondhand items at discounted prices. Uh, and Chloe recently added a bunch of clothing that her three-year-old daughter has outgrown. For example, she listed a pair of used kids Fendi jeans, which retail for around $600 new, for $495. That's just one example. Another was a designer dress that was around $550 that she has listed for $400. Many people think that someone so notoriously wealthy should not be selling used clothing at such high prices or that she should really even be selling them at all and she should just be donating them. So is rich person, Khloe Kardashian, selling used designer clothes for unreasonably high prices a big deal or no deal, Cap? I'm going to say no deal. And here's why. The reason she's so rich is all of this fame and, and you know, a lot of it is, you know, I'm going to call it fashion related and whatever, you know. This is how you just keep selling stuff and making money. And I mean, I doubt that she's saying, hey, listen, meet me in the parking lot at Target. I'll drop off those Fendi jeans for you, you know. I mean, I'm sure this is like super high-end stuff. And by the way, there's probably a whole market of people out there that A, buy this crap, which I can't believe somebody would spend $600 for a pair of jeans, let alone for a child. But correct, yeah. But um, they're like, ooh, this was Khloe Kardashian's kids' Fendi jeans, and I got them for $100 less, and she probably never even wore them. They still have tags on them. I, don't, I, I think that uh, they're going to get criticized for it because of everything you said, Lindsay. But there's a market out there, I think. I mean, there's a market. I mean, I get it. Um, I mean, it's a big deal because it's them. I hate it, like, because I don't like anything. It, I mean, they clearly have an empire. Like, it's okay. Like, actually, it would be it would be in their best interest to donate it because right. to that, like, that actually would get you good publicity. Right. <laughs> it's a bad look. Like, you yeah. have all this money, you make millions of dollars, and you're going to try and resell your kids pants that somebody can wear a couple times for hundreds of dollars. Like, don't you think the people that are going to spend $600 on their kids jeans are going to so, spend 600 and not want to spend 500. Like if they're going to spend, you yeah. know, so what we've done in the past is, um, twofold. We've done like donated a bunch of clothes to the kids and our own for that matter. But like, sometimes my wife will, will put together in like one of those big, like, plastic containers like let's call it five different sets of clothing right or 10 different sets of clothing and she'll sell them at a super discounted rate like 20 bucks go yeah. ahead 10 pieces of clothing you what know what i'm selling? saying like which we probably pay, pay 10 times more but literally it's just for us to have gas money or whatever or you know what i'm saying like but you're getting it super discounted at the very least if you're not going to donate it do it super discounted well where's she you know? selling like, it though george 
I don't know, like on like a marketplace. I don't know. Yeah, Probably me like neither. Facebook marketplace or you know something what, like so, that. But let me just say it was funny about this whole conversation. I have a bunch of that kind of stuff too. Like really good stuff. Like I just went through all this ski gear. I got kids ski gear that's all brand new stuff essentially, right? And then I'm like, what can I do with this? Wait, I have to go to the trouble of taking a picture, putting it on a on a site or an app, and then well, I, I got to create a transaction. Dude, I can't do that. Well, yeah, you can't even like uh, you know record a video <laughs> on your phone. Like you record it from your phone from a computer. Like yeah, we, we know. So all right, what's no, next? Well, well, really quick to your point, Cap. Like the fact that not only is she trying to sell yeah. all these individually. She's yeah. also paying somebody right. to listen. We've them also and ship we've them. also given them way too much oxygen. Like I, you know, I can't stand talking mm-hmm. about them. So can oh, we just Laura's move on? gonna Laura's gonna be happy. Oh, she's got them on the no oxygen them. list. Like, okay, so someone who is obviously on your oxygen list, LeBron, and LeBron. guess what? The NBA released its third and final batch of All Star fan voting results, and LeBron is back on top. Oh, I saw so, that by like six or 700,000 votes, right? Or something like that. Well, yes, it's almost a million now because he was trailing Steph Curry the last couple of weeks for the top spot in the West. But now he's taken over by nearly 1 million votes because he has 7 million. Steph Curry's got a little less than a million behind that. So that means LeBron's going to, should maintain his spot as captain in the All-Star game, a title he's held since the format began. LeBron also leads the NBA overall in fan voting. So I know I asked you guys... You know, last week or two weeks ago when Steph was leading, if it was big deal or no deal. But now that LeBron has surpassed Steph in the final batch of voting, is it a big deal or no deal, Sedano? I mean, I guess it's a big deal. His streak will continue. So, yeah, big deal. I also think it's a big deal, but you'll have to excuse my skepticism, everybody. How did that happen? I was uh, not going to lie. I thought the same thing. I think well, it's very easy actually mm-hmm. because the the NBA does this thing where you can they have like double vote days, um, and you know they they you don't know when they're coming, but certainly as they get closer, they do the double vote days uh, to the deadline, and I'm sure people strategically wait to vote on those days. They are, you, dude. You have no idea how like insane some of these individual player fan bases are. Like it's crazy. Trust me. Um, I'm just skeptical. Like, come on, this seems a little weird. I mean, not only did he go from two to one, but he surpassed him by like all these votes. And, you know, again, LeBron's polarizing. Steph is just lovable. Yeah, but uh, Steph has also been playing really bad since the start of the month. And LeBron has been playing really, really well. Right. There's that. Steph has had a really bad January, for especially by Steph's standards. All right. All right. Well, I still think it's a big deal. Okay. Uh, sneak in one more, Lindsay. Okay, uh, this week Forbes released a list of the highest-paid YouTube YouTubers, and the numbers are pretty crazy. So, Mr. Beast, who is only 23 years old and is famous for his stunts, his big money giveaways, and charitable initiatives, topped the list, earning around 54 million dollars in 2021 alone. Oh my Second god! Wow. Was Jake Paul with an estimated 45 million Damn. together? Total, the 10 highest paid YouTubers made a combined $300 million just last year. Wow. And that's up 50% from the year before. Jeez. Um, is the money that these people making are making strictly as YouTubers a big deal or no deal, Cap? Oh, my God. It's a giant deal. I am so impressed by that. And I and don't jealous. have, like, I don't have any, I don't, I don't begrudge those guys. Like, you may hear that and you're going... Wait, Jake Paul, that twerp, that little jerk, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I met no. him the other day, too, by the way. The same day I met, uh, you know, I had nodded Adele. Oh, really? You met 
Jake Paul that He was day? at the game, same game. He was right next to me. Yeah. Did you guys have a long conversation? Or I went it- up to him and just said, hey, I love what you're doing for the MMA fighters. Oh, wow. And he's like, oh, man, thanks. I appreciate it. Well, I can tell you this. Um, that's amazing. $45 million by making YouTube videos. That is so amazing. Yeah. And I don't, I, listen, I got no hate towards those guys. I got all love and all respect. That is incredible. Yeah, big deal. I mean, listen, there's a new economy out there, and there are plenty of people taking advantage of it, so good for them. All right, that is Big Deal or No Deal each and every day at 6.30. Coming up next, our Picks Against the Spread Playoff Edition plus our weekly version of Scotteria. We're off tomorrow because the Lakers will be uh, taking on the Magic, but Scotteria lives on for another week. So we got Picks Against the Spread at Scotteria, and if you don't know what Scotteria is – uh, we talk about how Scott has, uh, you know, he talks too much sometimes. He goes on too long. You know, he's a little long-winded. So I mentioned that, you know, it's a little diary of the mouth. And then I just combined it and called it Scotteria. So there you go. That's the genesis of it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Come on, Cap. Do your thing. Trying to feel it here. Just, it's not that I don't want to do it. I'm just trying to feel it. You know, I'm trying to feel the right time to jump in. It's like when you're going to double dutch, you got to know when to jump in on the jump rope. Yeah. See, he just took it from me. Ah. Uh. Wow. <laughs> wow. See? I had to kind of find the, the beat. You a big Paul Wall fan there, Cap? Giant Paul Wall fan. I mean, just massive. My incredible. million dollar question, Kaplan. Did you ever wear a grill? Oh, I on. didn't, but I wanted to. Of course you did. <laughs> right. I didn't, but I wanted to desperately. Don't you know? Kind of figured. I, and then you know what I would do? I take a selfie and I go like this. Yo, your girl got a grill. What do you think You're about not that? You're a girl. You're not a girl, though. I know, but I just like your selfies. Your boy. Like all your your boy. boy. Thank your you. Your boy. Your boy. You're referencing God. yourself. I know, but I like when Laura does it better. <laughs> I do. <laughs> your girl just washed her hair, y'all. Yo, I, I do got to wash my hair, though. It's wash day. <laughs> Is it wash day? <laughs> I mean, it gets refreshed every day. Don't think I don't do nothing to my hair, by the way. I'm not I stopped nasty. using shampoo every day since you guys told me that you're not supposed to use shampoo every day. Not every day. No, not yeah. every day. I use shampoo every day, sometimes twice a day. I used to, too, and that's how I damage my hair. Mm. Anyways, you guys got picks against the spread here. All right, go ahead. Get the music. Picks against the spread. There you go. Uh, Lindsay, I feel like Cap had to have won last week, right? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Cap you did won. not win. I got all of my picks correct. Good for Every you. Single one of them. All right. So I'm starting off six and zero. Oh. You guys were both three. I was and bad. Three. Yeah, I was bad. Yeah, I had a rough. Th- Saturday was brutal. Like I was good on Sunday, but Saturday was awful. And you both have twelve points. So I've got oh, twenty one. Go. Y'all both have twelve. Uh, y'all. Yeah. Your girl right. got twenty one. Well, there's <laughs> only four games this week, so we got to do four, three, two, and one. So there you go. So it's going to be harder to catch up with you. I mean, we could go double if you guys want. Well, no, 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 
No, but George, I, I dug one this thing, hole. I'm ready to dig out of it. But we need, but for us to catch up because we're far behind. Yeah, Lindsay, you should pick first. Oh, or you know what we could do? One game can be your double. You like could pick now. Idea. It could be now. You know, it, obviously, you would choose the four. It could be the eight, right? So instead of a four, because you only have four games, you can do whatever your four. You could. You don't have to. You can just say it's four and play the long game because we got a couple more weeks. But right. you can go. You can get nuts and say that's my eight. I like that okay? idea. All right. Yeah, I'll see so, that. All right. All right. So there you go. You get, but you get one shot at it. That's it. Like a little daily double action on Jeopardy. So, uh, all right, Linz. Uh, here we go. Tennessee Titans three and a half point favorites at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. There's a pretty decent possibility Derrick Henry could be back in this one. Um, Cap, what do you got? Three and a half point favorite Tennessee Titans at home. I don't have a good feel on any of these games. Okay. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I'm just going to take Tennessee, the home team, and I'm going to make it my one. Ooh. I don't feel okay. good about any of these games. All right, Linz? I'm going to go with the Bengals. Uh, feeling good about Bengals. And I'm going to make it my two. Okay, you're going to make it that two. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. Minus three and a half. And I'm not going to go crazy and do my eight. I'm going to save my double maybe for next week when we have, uh, you know, when we're down to two games. Who knows? Maybe I can get back in. But I'm just going to make that my four. Tennessee Titans my four. All right, next game, San Francisco 49ers uh, at Green Bay. Green Bay, five-and-a-half-point favorite. Scott Kaplan, where are you going? Well, my heart tells me San Francisco. My head tells me Green Bay. So I'm going to take the 49ers to cover – because I'm going to be rooting for them to win mm-hmm. San Francisco. I don't feel real good about it. It's my two. Okay, Lindsay. Um, I mean, Debo could be a problem for the Packers, but I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers at home in the, in the playoffs. So I'm going to make that my three. Okay, I'm going to take the Niners as well, and I'm going to make that my two. Uh, I feel like... Rodgers has never beaten them in the playoffs. He could still beat them, but I think it's going to be a tough task. They're going to run the ball a lot. Their defense has been pretty good. Now, Rodgers could cook their corners, but I, I think that their front seven is still pretty damn strong. So I'm going to take the Niners plus five and a half, and that's my two. Then we got the Rams. They are three-point dogs on the road at Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, your boyfriend, Scott Kaplan. I'm assuming you got Tom Brady, your boyfriend, but go ahead. So, again... I'm telling you right now, I don't have a good feel for any of these games. Yeah. And, and in most of these games, I've got this heart versus head contradiction. Yeah. My heart says the Rams. My head says, you, how could you ever go against Tom Brady, particularly at home, regardless of the injuries? This is his time of year. So here's what I'm going to tell you, George. I'm going with the heart. I'm taking the Rams because that's who I'm rooting for to win. And I only got two left. I'm going to make it my eight. Wow. Wow. Because you, you still have a four left, right? That is going out on a limb. No, I got a three left. No, no, wait. But that was, so that was your four that you made your eight, right? Yep, that's right. Okay, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you hadn't used the four before, then you can use the eight. Yep, yes, I'm can. going with the Rams, okay. and I'm putting everything I got. I'm letting it all ride on the Rams. Oh, now they're going to lose for sure. God. Uh-uh. Don't give us bad juju, bro. 
Uh, no, nah, they, they'll still win. Um, all right. I, uh, Lindsay, go ahead. You go. I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. I have a feeling that the Bucks are going to win, but I don't know. After everything everyone said over the past week, I'm not sure. So I'm going to go Rams to pacify the Rams fans, but I'm going to make it my one. You don't have to pacify the Rams fans. Yeah, you were Bucks all week. I don't want anyone to say that I'm being a hater or anything, so don't I'll just hate, make it celebrate. my one. You, know. you don't have to do that. Anyway, I got the Rams. Look, Tampa Bay is missing Tristan Wirfs. Their center is also banged up. By the way, the right that Tristan Wirfs is their uh, their tackle. Their backup tackle is also banged up. Um, you know, they've got a lot of injuries across the board. Like I, I think the Rams win. That's gonna be my three though, because the three point number that can be a tie fairly easy. You know, I don't know. Like if if Tampa Bay gets lucky and they win and it's just by three. If then Tampa we just Bay gets push. lucky. They're the Super Bowl champions at home. Yeah, I mean, but they're not. They're not. This version of them is not the Super Bowl champions. Well, I just hope you're right, man. I am putting all my eggs in the Rams yeah, basket. Yeah, well, now, you know, now we all got a lot of pressure on us. Now, you know, so, I mean, if they lose, yeah, we know where we're pointing, you know, mm. so, just saying. Uh, all right, Kansas City, two-point favorite at home against the Bills. Uh, Scott Kaplan, what do you got? I'm just going to go for an upset here. I'm going to take the Bills, and it's, okay. I, I, mm-hmm. I think I think Kansas City's going to win, but for the sake of the upset and for the, the good of the game, I'm taking the Bills. It's my three. All right, Linz? I'm all in on the Bills. I think they're going all the way to the Super Bowl. I hope they go all the way to the Super Bowl. And, I mean, as much as we all love the Chiefs, like, do we really want to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again? I do, yeah, because I'm picking the Chiefs, and that's my one. Uh, I'm so all in go. on Josh Allen, so that's my eight. Scotteria, one minute, go. Shorten Scotteria. Here it goes. I'm calling somebody out tonight, George Sedano. Okay. I'm calling somebody out by name. Okay. I'm calling out Beto Duran. Okay. I saw your video, dog. Beto's on the golf course somewhere in Montebello. He sees a picture of Sedano and Cap. I'm pointing at him like the magician, and he has a terrible shot, and he says, Kaplan gave me the voodoo. Beto Duran. No voodoo. You just got to keep your head down, man. You got to keep your head down. You got to bring back the club slowly. You got to make sure that when you make contact, you're getting your body in the right position. And then you got to hold that follow through and mm-hmm. stick it. Don't blame the point. Don't blame the sign. No voodoo. It's you do. Understand? No voodoo. You do. Beto Duran. Manos de piedras. <laughs> Uh, that video was funny. You can watch. You can watch it at Duran Sports. Uh, is where you can find him. Crack me up. Absolutely yeah. hysterical. And it does feel like voodoo when you're doing the the. It's like you're doing. You know, Italians call it the maluk. It looks like you're doing that. It looks like you're doing the maluk. What is the song in the, the voodoo that you do? What was it? Salt and pepper. Yeah. Don't do no. the voodoo. I don't know right. how we you gotta do go. the voodoo. Great that job. You do. Great job, Cap. Great job, Lindsay. Great Much job, love. Laura. Uh, enjoy the Lakers game tomorrow. Hopefully they beat the Magic and everyone uh, is happy. All right, we'll talk to you then. See ya.